0: Expect killings, dress spilling and flesh ripping. Impressive in it, the death bringing, his head spinning. Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men dressed up as a
1: bird and a dog. Welcome once again to the Wolf and Our Podcast, up in your earpiece. Yes, yes, yes. Uh I this is well, to give you a bit of context, uh it's twenty-past seven in the morning. I be too early to be recording a podcast, I would say.
0: You look good though, boy. I love that side quiff you've got. This is what my hair looks like in the morning. You like it? Man. I'd love to have a situation where I could say this is what my hair looks at any other time, but it literally it looks the same no matter what. There's no change. You know, like, sometimes I just enviably look at someone who just shakes their head, like, you know, when you see them going for a walk and they've got a bit of length on their hair, mm. or it's raining and like someone just sort of, like, breezes the fucking dew and drops off their hair. And I've just stood there with my baldness. Yeah, but you know what? You look
1: consistently sexy. That's what's good about you, yeah. you know? I see you. you it, it must be so nice to be your wife because you look as hot as you always do every single day. You're consistent. You bring the heat every day what i like about you
0: until i open my mouth my teeth are getting so
1: so bad your teeth what's wrong with your teeth by the way just so you know guys tom's eating a cookie he <laughs> made the maverick decision to start eating as we started recording literally pulled <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> right. picked a cookie out of a jar as we started right at 20 past 7 this is my breakfast yeah. no my teeth are at the bottom i getting more and more gappy i thought you're getting some like some invisalign or something invisalign when- yeah i need to get on that fucking flex yeah. massively if you had it done i've got i'm doing
1: invisalign at the moment yeah how are you finding it, boy? Because I've got this like little tooth down here that's like really crooked. I've got some crooked teeth.
0: Yeah, mine the gap. Uh, well,
1: I, well, I didn't think I had. It's one of these things where I didn't think I had until the dentist pointed out. He got like, look at this,
0: and then it's mad that they took that, in, took you into that because obviously your fear of dentists and teeth. Well, uh, I'm with a, as you know, I'm with a very, a very caring dentist. So it was, um, yeah, he's sensual and friendly?
1: Not sensual, not sensual, just
0: caring and... Can you do me a favour? What? Text your dentist and see if they can get me in as well. A what? Wow. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. We've got ourselves an air fryer turnaround here, guys. <laughs> this is a guy that when I first... When I first announced I was going to uh, a gentle dentist, mocked me, vilified me, encouraged listeners to email and tell me what a piece of shit I am because of it.
0: And now, no. Look, listen. Look what we have here. Listen, listen, what? listen to me, right? When it comes to dentists, mate, I'm on the front line. I don't care. Then, uh, if there was someone called the danger dentist, I would go there.
1: Why would you do with that? No way. That's insane.
0: Would you- yeah, no, but I would go there and go, "All right, you're dangerous, you yeah? yeah. Do you like? I'm ready to lay back and just do your yeah. work. And you come me, out and right?
1: you go, "Didn't get what? me with like a gappy little fucking smile, half your teeth missing." Taught him a, <laughs> taught him a lesson.
0: No, I'm like the Bear Grylls or the Ant Middleton of teeth, right? I, I'm like, that what is that a been? part of the... well, you know, like with dentists, I'm like, I literally am like, you know, like when you get these mavericks, like Foxy or whatever, yeah, who looks look at a mountain, and me and you would be going, oh, fuck, you know, that's a big mountain. And he Foxy looks at it and goes, huh, fucking stupid mountain. And then literally puts a blindfold on Have Floyd you met Foxy? Because just... it isn't talked like that at all.
1: Well, all right, yeah. Well, we yeah, did yeah. we did really a league of the own road trip, and it, a lot most of what he said. In fact, I'd say all of what he said was kind of just made sense. He wouldn't he wouldn't look at a mountain and go stupid fucking mountain. Like, I can't imagine he's got that right. in his locker, really. <laughs> well,
0: okay, maybe Ant would say that, right? I yeah, Ant, him, right? I mean, look, Ant, Ant would one hundred percent say that. Right, so he'd, go, say
1: he'd go he'd go stupid fucking. Mountain. I'm about to go kick that mountain in the cock, and then put it exactly. into a headlock and bring it to the gret or something like that. He'd say something like that. Yeah, exactly, right. And that. Yeah. Is what I'm like with dentists. Yeah, but what it, that doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? <laughs>
0: that so what, you, to, you I, go I, to
1: a dentist and beat them up or something? What, what does it mean?
0: No, it means I go to a dentist. I look them in the eye and go, I I will trust you with my teeth, right? But let let it be known that I bring fire as well, and you know. And then they go, hurry will, up and
1: bring, hurry up and bring out the
0: sedative. I need this guy no. to sleep urgently. <laughs> I don't have to fear that you're the dentist. Your yeah, just say that. Me.
1: Why can't you just this is the point I'm making. Just fucking say that, bro. Right. Just say I'm not scared of dentists. If it's like, I'm the Bear Grylls of dentists, I'm the ant minute of the dentist. So, so if somebody's looking at a mountain, just go, I'm not scared of dentists. So People you're not scared of dentists. So you're not scared of dentists, and you've decided to say that in a braggy way, once again mocking my my issues with dentists, right? Make no, it out of it. No, no, because right, you're, right, no. no, no, you're comparing yourself to Bear Grills and fucking Ant Middleton right. because you're not scared right. of dentists, implying right, right. that because I, I do have an issue with dentists, I'm the opposite of that. No, you put yourself, no. yourself in a very bad position, let me just warn you, Mr. Wolf.
0: You're in a lot of trouble right. here. Miss, Mr. Al, can I just say to you before you get upset, right? right? Hopefully, right, when is the mo- moment you see like Bear Grills? And at Middleton, shine right when it comes to like when climbing they're mountains like a and walking, No, walking across like fucking ravines and stuff, sure. right? It's when they fucking turn to like Anthea Turner or like um, Vicky Patterson and they say, you know, or Toby Anstice or whatever, and go, "You can do this," and they're terrified, and then they show them how to do it. And then Anthea Turner goes across the ravine. And it's like, I fucking did it. Yeah. Like, that, I did
1: that, it. That, like, that, that metaphor only works if you go to the dentist with someone else and encourage them through the treatment. That, that's yeah, the but, only way that I makes any saying.
0: sense. We could do that together. Like I'm just saying you could be my Anthea Turner. And I'll be a Absolutely Absolutely not want to be your Anthea Turner. But I will. I, look, so why are you coming to this dentist then? My special well, I just think dentist. You've said nice things about it. they are Very lovely. They're looking yeah. after you so well, and I do think. Look, I'm 42 now, right? Mm. And it's like I've maybe I've just been fucking dancing with these dentists and fucking flying about. Maybe it's not. It would be nice to go to a dentist and go oh, and relax and just smile and sort of like you know lay there.
1: Yeah. Can we tell people where you are right now? Because you're living
0: that bougie life right now, aren't you? No, man, look, listen, I'm fucking. I don't like to say the word second home because it makes me sound a douchebag, but um, mm. I'm in my second home yeah. uh, so far. Uh, so far. And, well, and by the way, if, second, second, if home. second
1: home means somewhere that you visited about three times, then yes, absolutely, absolutely
0: smashing it. So you're at your second <laughs> home, Soho Farmhouse. No, I've, look, I've come down here. A little couple of nights away. Mm. Uh, some serious filming happening this week, uh, yeah. and uh, another a new project uh, to throw into the mix with the. We're we not allowed to. Are we allowed
1: to, are we allowed to say, we're not allowed to say what it
0: is, are we? Yeah, I can say that I'm filming it. Actually, do you know what this is? This is a so little. Uh, thing I've got. So I'm filming uh, a motion picture, a movie, a film. Before you uh, carry on. You say, before you carry on. Yeah. I, I want to tell you this now, guys. I forget to tell you this again,
1: and if I haven't told you this before, I am so. Fucking happy for you, man, that you're doing oh, thank this. thank you, brother. Like, I'm proud you, of you. I know it's not down to me in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no, it is. I'm it's, so I'm call. so buzzing for you, bro. Like, I hope thank you absolutely you, smash it. Anyway, carry on. Go on.
0: I love you, my man. I'm looking to you now, and I'm just like, you're not my Anthea Turner. You are my Foxy. <laughs> if we were going to go into battle side by side, it would just yeah. make me feel so much better.
1: I don't, it, yeah. it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be a war mm-hmm.
0: metaphor. We could just go for lunch. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, I'm filming a f- uh, filming Wonka. I start filming Wonka this week. Yeah, I've been reading um, about it. Sounds pretty. Yeah, sick. Yeah, but have you seen? So there's a thing in um, the paper. This yesterday mm. it was like Tom Davis and Matt Lucas start filming Wonka. And there's a picture of uh, Keegan Michael Key yeah. on that. Who's in it? Right. Yeah, yeah, but they they've said that I'm Keegan Michael Key. Oh mm. no. Oh no. And do you know the most offensive thing about that whole thing is Keegan Michael Key looks very overweight in the picture, purposely. Oh, no. He's I in a basin, like, yeah. Oh, so no. they've assumed, because Keegan Michael Key is, is is a very thin guy. He is very know, when thin. You meet him. Yeah. By the way, shout out, because Keegan Peele is one of the greatest. & Peele. Shows at-
1: do yourselves a favor right now. Oh, uh, Just start watching some Keegan Peele. Although, did you see Dave Chappelle? Do you see the Dave Chappelle accusation? On his last no, special, no, I haven't, I haven't watched
0: it yet. No, I've, no, I've no. On saw... his
1: on his one before, his one before, I can't remember which one it is. Right. Maybe Sticks and Stones. He basically accuses them of. Um, I, I don't know why I'm even mentioning this, but I was really surprised by it. He, he basically sort of insinuates that they ripped him off. I, rip- but I've I've watched the Chappelle show and I've watched Kim and Peel and I get that they come from the same world, but I wouldn't say rip off. Yeah, but that's, I
0: mean? that's like. What they've done is they've made a sketch show and he made a sketch show. I know, that's it, yeah, true. It was just that of the time, uh, his was very, you know, shot glossy and there's is shot glossy. Cause he's, I mean, I think Kian Peel for me is maybe up there with the far show as the greatest sketch show ever made. Oh maybe. my God, it's I so think funny. It's incredible. But there's I think a, there's the
1: two of the, them they, nail, they nail observations so well. There's one where yeah. it's such a simple idea. Well, first of all, the big one that went massive is the the supply teacher.
0: You know, the yeah. t- the substitute yeah, yeah, cheat to do. Yeah. And the home. Liam Neeson one.
1: Yes. The what the, the the other sketch that I love, which is like a really simple one, it's like they were just basically taking the piss out of the fact that people keep the stickers on their hats.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, do something.
1: you remember that? And then like yeah. so one of them turns up and he's got like a label hanging off his hat. Then the next one tries to outdo him. He wears the hat with the packet on. It's just so, it yeah, carries yeah. on from there. It's so bloody good, man.
0: So there, um. Anyway, sorry. You, so, see, so, no, but there's such talent, man. Such, yeah, talent, yeah, yeah. So they've they've basically said that I'm him, which takes a gloss of my first day of filming. If if they do snap me filming, because mm. I I look com- obviously completely different from him. It's mm. uh, yeah. I, I, when we but were I'm, doing
1: we were doing League of Their Own in Ireland, and uh, Patrice Evra, Patrice Evra absolute uh, G by the way absolute absolute straight up G love that bloke um there's a photo of him and it said uh, Jamie and Freddie Flintoff uh with Romesh Ranganathan right and I've got to say to you when I told Patrice and showed him the photo he tried to hide his his sort of reaction but I could tell he wasn't happy about it you know for me great news for him, not so good news. I told you the other thing, didn't it? It was reported I was wearing a flat. Oh, well, they
0: said that they said that Patrice Everett was you. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. Okay. I right. saw That's another sim- picture. That was a
1: similar reaction to him that he had, actually.
0: Yeah. I saw. Su- I saw another picture of you. I think it was you, Jamie and Patrice. Where they said that you're Idris Elba. I know, mate. Uh, uh, so I saw. Like, I literally. All joking aside. Yeah. I love you to death. I love every little bit of you. Right. And literally, you're, you're, you know, I fucking adore you, right? And I would have actually allowed you to fucking drink, have a sip of Kool-Aid and have a gentle swag about you. Idris Elba, for me, is maybe the most handsome cool man on who lives on planet Earth. He's an incredible human being, right? And I, I, I know I've put that phrase about Idris is fucking a G. And he's a gentleman, right?
1: Like you're looking before you carry on i really don't know i really don't like where you're going with this okay because first, no, just... no, first of all because because first we've really heavily complimented me which is which is you're earning yourself the right to fucking give me a massive kick in the dick here so what i'm saying to you mr wolf
0: tread carefully right, right, i'm not gonna even say that right listen to me let me, let me finish right they have then seen you, like a picture of you with Jamie and Patrice. Someone mm. in, that, in that news department or that, a journalist has looked at that picture of you and gone, oh, that's Idris Elba. That means, right? Although me and you have talked a lot about you know our, our issues, our problems, and how we look at ourselves, right? That means, Ramesh, there's a certain angle, a certain light, right? Or whatever, where you look like the coolest man on the planet and you have to enjoy this moment. You have to. Because I actually generally think if there's someone to be likened to... Mate, I've been likened to one of the best comedy actors in the world in a fucking fat suit with a fake moustache on, right? That's who the people think I look like. And you know what? That That's not you. I've had more of those, do you know what I mean? Terrible well, ones. that's listen,
1: let's, uh, first of all, let me just say, I really did put the boot in on you there and you are about to say something nice. So that's there's egg on my face. Uh, but secondly... I saw the photo that they got mistaken before. I was wearing like a flat cap, but you can't really see what you can't really see my face properly. So they've You're gone
0: playing this down. Well, no, I'm not they, but, mate,
1: but, but, but can I tell you what happened after that? So it got reported yeah, go that Idris Elba was with the boys. So what would happen yeah. is is people would be looking for Idris Elba, and they'd see me, and but I basically had to suffer the rest of my trip. People looking at me double looking like doing a double take and then looking utterly disappointed that was the the rest of my experience
0: that's even better because that means in the flesh people were like fuck man is that just oh no it's just Ramesh. but like Mm. that for a second
1: I I, I wish I wish I could take some sort of uh, some sort of joy from it were it not for the the fact no but listen I told the swan the story now as you know the Swan, a massive fan of Idris Elba, huge fan of wow. Idris Elba. Maybe why so, she
0: found you so sexy.
1: So much so that for her fortieth, I did her an Idris Elba cake. That's how wow. much she likes Idris Elba, right? And that's she that's loved it. Cool.
0: Which version of Idris Elba?
1: Well, she got into him when he
0: was in Luther, so oh, yeah. you know she's arguably she's really... the coolest version of him. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Slashy yeah. Stringer Bell's fucking amazing. Yeah, Stringer Bell's amazing, but not Stringer Bell's not as sexy as Luther, is he? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think Idris Elba. That's the trouble. I think with Idris Elba, if there's one fault he has, I think at sometimes he's so sexy and so cool. I think mean, he, he finds oh it my hard. God, to you, not it. It. you need to talk to you need to talk to Lisa. Lisa. she she you know, fucking I'm, adores him. Anyway, yeah, but he's like as a writer and a casting person. And when we me and you do like doing a show, and if Idris came in, I'd have to walk over and go, Idris, mate, please just play the sexy down, please. Yeah, this part.
1: I reckon if you're talking to Idris, you immediately lose sort of four sexy points. I think if, lose you, if you've got if you've got four to cling on to. Well, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah, a, I'm assuming a scale of ten here. All
0: right, so. You know what? He's got that charm about him as well because he makes you feel good about yourself when you See? meet him. Yeah, yeah, he does actually. I met him on the Look, stairs once. You know, you, know uh, say, you know,
1: people say that thing about people where they go, they just make you feel like you're the only person in the room. He's got that.
0: Oh my god, you're literally. <laughs> I met him on the stairs, right. The first time I met him, right. <laughs> what is going like, on with you? <laughs> and a production, I, I, I we were, I was literally crying. I'm thinking about it now, right. And mm. he was walking down the stairs. I was walking up. I see him. And I'm like, oh my fucking. I like this doesn't happen to me a lot, but I literally my knees start like fucking feeling faint. I look at Your him. Your knees he looks start so, feeling faint. Yeah, they they start losing. Like I feel like I feel like I'm in a ring. And I'm about to have a boxing match and I'm right. terrified because I yeah. just look at this guy that I absolutely think is incredible. Yeah. I turn to him and I go, you all right, mate? And he goes, yes, bro. How are you doing? You all right? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Really cool. Really cool. Just you know, go out to the production character oh, to pitch ideas bad. and stuff. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> that
1: sounds bad already.
0: Go on. Then what happened? And then, yeah, and then he was like, yeah, just starts chatting to me a little bit, little bit and asking me some questions about me, right? Yeah. Which is amazing. Right, yeah. I just, at this point, I'm just lost. I'm, like, I'm lost in the ether. Uh, and uh, then, or lost in the elbow, right? And then, oh, uh, 7.36, yeah. my guy's pulling that at his ass. And then he basically just was like, I was like, look, man, yeah, just going to do this. And he was like, good man, keep cracking on, brother. You'll get there. You'll get there. And then he just sort of hit me on the shoulder, sort of smiled, nodded, and walked off. I literally flew up those stairs. Mm. And I was like, I am pitching the shit out of this show because Idris El it felt, you know what it felt like? You know that old uh, adage of Jesus walking on the beach and like saying, oh yeah, my footsteps in the sand. Oh, wh- why was there only one footsteps when...
1: I, yeah, that no, I felt agree,
0: like yeah. Idris Elba put me on his shoulders. Like a pig, like, hold on, on, his on his shoulders? Yeah, like I was on his shoulders. And I could like just a piggyback? Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could just fly. Like when in. you
1: when you take your kid to the football or whatever? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. At yeah, yeah, a
1: yeah. theme park, Yeah. like yeah, that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You've and got it, your legs you've got yeah. your legs
1: either side of his head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. And it went from feel feeling like my knees wouldn't work, my legs were all wobbly, to literally going, Wow, my legs have never felt stronger and I feel like I could fly. Yeah. And
1: that show, listeners, that Tom pitched that day was Judge Romish too.
0: <laughs> Actually the show didn't get didn't go anywhere because I was so oh. nervous and so Mm. like blown away from Idris. it just kept on going through that, the pitch. Can we just talk about the show? No, but honestly, he put
1: his hand on my shoulder and I felt like he looked into my eyes and we we actually he had a into connection. into
0: my soul. <laughs> I like, remember he, like literally, I think even in the meeting I was like, look, I also know Idris Elba and I could probably get him into this. <laughs> I've been met him for like 45 seconds on some stairs. Yeah, he's a, he's a deeply, deeply... Um, yeah sexual man isn't he no I just I just think a decent human being I think if yeah man I think like you know I think everyone is listening to this podcast at some point today I want just for a minute just close your eyes and think of it, just Elba please yeah
1: yeah just think about what that man has done what he means
0: yeah his new film I was about
1: to to say to this country but I mean to the world
0: yeah yeah. so he's a he's he's an international superstar yeah so yeah. yeah so if now right Someone's like, fucking hell, we need a lookalike for a You are somewhere on that list. Yeah, it, th- I, I'm on the list. If he gets says, a part of James Bond, you could be James Bond's cousin.
1: <laughs> just, yeah,
0: hey, how's it going? Uh,
1: hello. Um, um, James, it's John here. Wayne. John Bond. No, it'll be Wayne Bond. Oh, Wayne Bond. Um, just wondering if you're going to sort of keep, get in touch with mum, because... I know you're busy and stuff with like all your sort of highfalutin Wayne, spy stuff, Wayne, but we still Wayne. need to know if you're coming to Wayne, the birthday party, Wayne,
0: huh? Wayne, you virgin? Yeah. just leave well, it out. <laughs>
1: that, so James, I told you that in confidence when we're having a a heart to heart, and I just want to wait until I'm ready.
0: Okay, that would be the greatest film ever this year. James Bond is going going dubly with his cousin Wayne Bond. Oh, no. We can't jump off this. <laughs> James, it's too high. This I'm is so dangerous. To, I'm not going to the dentist, James. <laughs> you can do it, mate. Tell you seriously. Oh, wow. Look at yourself. Wow,
1: wow, wow, wow. We were, we were, do you know what? We were having a nice little role play there, we creating a sketch out of nothing, <laughs> some of the classic magic that you can find on the Wolf for now, and you had to fucking put another dentist dig in. <laughs> no,
0: do you want know to do? I think it's no, cute. No, no. I think it's cute uh, i no, just it's... got this idea like James Bond, Bond like is Idris brushing your hair as you're in a dentist and you just smile at him and go this actually feels okay oh god
1: why do you have to it, it, I, I, you know what happened there I tried to join in I even did the voice to try and take some of the sting out of it <laughs> and you've managed to put a little bit of extra fucking prick into it <laughs> Man. oh god uh, that would be I reckon that would be genuinely that would be the end of James Bond it, yeah. that would be one way to bring the franchise to an end
0: immediately wouldn't it yeah but you know what I could. I think you would be sick in James Bond or ge- genuinely yeah. I think you're a sick actor so I think something like that would be fucking good for you not yeah, as James Bond you. neither of us are ever going to no, hey you know what would be fucking cool been. that we could talk to him about what me and you would be like two bad guys I could be like yeah I'd love that that would be so what, we good. could
1: actually be the Wolf for now
0: Oh yeah, that could be
1: the name cool. of our yeah 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 that could be the name of our organisation. We we got some business called the Wolf, yeah. Wolf and Owl Inc or something, and it's a front
0: for what we're really up to. Which is like sort of like mega weapons. Yeah, we would have to disfigure and our we faces. We could be known before. as the mega weapons.
1: Yeah, and then and I go and I say, Wolf, you are a hell of a mega weapon. <laughs> I go, thank and you, go, my you're my a mega, mega, mega weapon,
0: we- weapon too. Man. Uh, thank you, my mega weapon brother. Oh, is that what your accent would be? My accent would be like this. Like a man would Bill more like I'll have man like this. <laughs> why, why does he keep interfering with our operation? I have no idea, but one thing I, I can him. tell you: somebody, somebody, just kill him! <laughs> I'm fed up with this. My cousin the wolf and I
1: are sick of our operations being interrupted by this man. End it. End it now, or
0: I end you. Go. Something like that. That would be amazing, a, a henchman. Yeah. And we're both wearing board shorts and open toe sandals. What is it with you and board shorts? <laughs> I think it's cute. I love board shorts. They're coming back, by the way, next summer. Hello. Thank God. Thank God. Reaches through his wardrobe. Have you watched James Bond yet? No, 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 no. I'm going to watch it. I might go and watch it next week or the week after. Once, once the film live, uh the curse is done, I'm going to do some serious cinema in. Mm, mm. i to get some real cinema in. Little James Bond. I want to see the. the um, uh, the film, the uh, mini saints in Newark. Yeah, Just rock up and yeah.
1: Uh, I, I I've got something. Can I ask you a question? If you think this is bad, go. On. I got takeaway on Sunday, right? Okay. Right. I got uh pizza express. Nice. Okay. And I don't know if you wear pizza. This is not a. I'm not being paid for this. Pizza express. Have done, I've done a whole load of, of new vegan pizza, so I was very Shout excited. Pizza express for caring. We have got a load of pizzas. Uh, we ate the pizzas. A little bit of a... We tried to con... We tried to cheat Alex a bit because...
0: Can I just tell you, that's where you I made the mistake. Because out of all your children, he's the one who's most like me. Well... So he's the hardest to trick.
1: Yeah, so he he only likes margarita, right? Yeah. He only likes margarita. I respect that. He's a traditionalist. When the pizza arrived, it had jackfruit pepperoni on it. They'd got the order wrong. right? So Alex... I didn't want him to have to wait for another pizza. So Lisa and I... Just very quickly, as we heard him coming down the stairs, ate all of the jackfruit pepper. I just picked it off the pitch and ate it. Right. And then just shut the box and didn't say anything. Because Alex is very particular about what he eats. Yeah, he's all a right? fucking
0: so, G kid. He's an absolute legend. Yeah.
1: So he came in and he started eating it. He swaggered it. <laughs> so I'd,
0: I'd imagine he, he swaggered he
1: did, it. He swaggered it. He sat down. He, uh, he started eating it. And then he said, oh... I need a drink. This is uh, spicier than the normal margarita. And I thought, oh "Oh, no, he's on to us. And then he sat down and then he said, can I ask a question? said, what? And he goes, why are there there pepperoni shaped sort of marks in my pizza? And he said, I don't know. I don't know why they've done that. And then he just stopped. And you know what, Tom? You're absolutely right. He could not be fooled. He said, what's happened? And I said to him. He sounds like Luther.
0: Yeah, he sounds like Idris.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he he did have that kind of vibe about him. Anyway, we had to, Lisa and I. It was so pathetic. Lisa and I had to own up to our son about wow. what had happened. Yeah, we so said we didn't want to have to. We had to wait for another pizza, so we took the pepperoni off that one. And da 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 da. And then he said, and then he ate it. He ate it all. And, and you know what? Lisa and I felt very ashamed. Or if only we just, you know, treated him with a bit of respect. Yeah, and owned up to him.
0: You know what would have been um, a really cool, done, verse, cool ending to that, right? Is if like you're putting him to bed that night, and you're just like, "No, mate." And then he there's like he's just got his little bedside lamp on, and he goes, "Dad," and you're like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know that business with the jackfruit uh, on my pizza?" yeah? And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, mate. I know what you mean." And he just says, "So, what? Sorry, am I talking
1: to him while at the edge of orgasm or something?" <laughs>
0: No, you're at the edge. You're in that.
1: Edge. So why are you doing
0: that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <that's, go> on. <laughs> No, because you're nervous, right? Right. And he looks at you like stares at you dead in the eye. Right? He looks at you and he goes, "You got away with it this time, yeah. Don't ever do that to me again." And you do a big gulp, and you went, "I won't. I'm proud of you." And he says, "I don't need your pride. I need your decent pizzas." And he turns off his little bedside lamp, and you walk out, close the door, and just like sweep your brow and go. Wow! Oh God!
1: Well, that's not actually very, very nice little uh, little uh, ending there. That is not the uh, the problem. That's not the thing I'm embarrassed about. The thing I'm embarrassed about is the next day. Oh no! Nice. Yesterday, I'm talking to I, I was talking to Jeff Norcott. We start yeah, talking uh, about Curry. Yeah, shout out Jeff Norcott, friend of the podcast. Jeff Norcott, friend
0: of the life. Yeah,
1: absolutely right. And uh, and he mentions curry, right? And then last night I ordered a curry. What? So you were two for yeah, two on a Monday night? Yeah, oh two for God. two. That's bad, isn't it? Nah, no, no,
0: no. I think you have to do that every now and again. You shouldn't do that. I mean, how often you, you should be doing that? What? Twice a year at most. I think two for two. I've, no, I think I think mate, I've, this year I've done a four for five. So you've done a four for five? Yeah. What happened? I've, I've hit the pizza or Italian. Mm. So lasagna chip. What what were you
1: doing at this time? What was going on in your life?
0: We were just going for a, me and Catherine, we were just going for a takeaway phase. Then Chinese, had a day off, then an Indian, and then we had the Indian the next day as well. So, four from
1: five. That doesn't count though.
0: You're having leftovers from the Indian. Yeah, but I mean, it's still a takeaway. That's not a
1: four for five, that's a three for five.
0: That's a three for four then.
1: That's a three for five. That's That's a a three three for four.
0: Yeah. But that's still. It's a three for four. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it. get your facts right when you're sort of doing an announcement.
0: Are yeah. yeah, you a leftover guy, by the way? Do you smash up? Yeah, you did don't you? We've talked about yeah, before, it. Yeah, I love
1: it. You know, the best thing with an Indian, mix all that shit together. Oh, mate, mix it mix all together. it in a all tortilla, together. together. Just throw it in a George oh.
0: mm, Wrap it, it up. Work. Or if you've got a leftover naan, oh, man, Bombay potatoes. Or, I would love to or. just, just like, yeah, Indian food, man. Labarge is fucking I love it so much. I think that is the thing that just makes me the most satisfied in the world, Indian life. Is that food. your favourite meal, would you say Indian? Yeah, yeah. By quite a long way yeah. as well. By quite a long I way. I think so for me as well. I just think it's
1: delightful. I think it's a Unfortunately so many nobody else in it. this yeah, nobody else in this house is a fan. The swan's not a fan, are you? She's in the brother Don't Bala. mind it. Don't mind it. Which but can you that's what the not that's the a a Monday ris- night though. Pardon? Not on a Monday night. Well, not on any other night with you.
0: I'd ah. already cooked. Mm, she'd already, she had already cooked, actually. What, you but... got, oh, hold up, this is a whole fucking curveball. <laughs> Why would you say this? You, so, hold up, Lisa had already cooked, right? <laughs> no, no, no. No, on, no, hold on, hold on. And then you come in and demand a curry, even though she's cooked no, delicious No, I didn't
1: come in and, no, I didn't come in and demand a curry. Let me explain what happened. No, you, you, you texted me and said curry. Uh, she, Lisa was out what? with the kids. right?
0: This is literally spellbinding <laughs> to see how this relationship works at times. The swan's no. at home, right? She's had a long day. It's no, so Monday. Oh the hardest day God. of the week. Le- she's cooked <laughs> yeah. a lovely dinner. And then you text and with an exclamation mark saying curry. To see what you're saying. No, no, that's
1: not what happened. She's Ask left now the room say, now. Now, now. Now she's thrown me into the fire. She's walked out. So, no, I'll tell you what happened. I did actually feel quite bad about it. What happened was, Lisa had said to me, are you in for dinner? Right, and right. I said yes, and she said because I'm doing like it, it, sausage and jacket potato, right? It's like a little thing we have.
0: Lovely, amazing meal. Anyway, I forgot that yeah, she said baked that, beans that. By the way,
1: yeah, on, on occasion, Yes, yeah, yeah. lovely yeah, baked I'll beans and a bit. So of gravy. I am um, long on the short of it is, I forgot that she'd said that. So then she was out, and I texted her, and I said, "Do you fancy curry? I'm ordering some." She didn't see that text message. And then she came back a little bit later, and I said, "I'm just ordering. I ordered some curry. Do you want some?" And She goes, "No." She goes, I-, "I was doing sausage and jacket potato." And then I remembered that we'd had that conversation, and I felt really wow. bad, and I did apologise.
0: Wow! So she spent the whole day looking forward to a sausage and jacket potato.
1: Well, she was actually Tom. I, uh, unlike some men, um, I allow my wife to eat what she wants, so she wasn't. She could still have that dinner.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at there. <laughs> no. I mean, she thought you didn't make her cook her dinner while you had a delicious takeaway curry well, I offered
1: she's... her curry but that's what I'm saying to you she doesn't really like curry
0: wow and she certainly wouldn't have it on a Monday night so what you had curry on your own let which... me
1: tell you how I get let me tell you how you get the swan to eat curry go on okay alright you mention it a week before yeah okay that you want to have it and you start sort of talk you so say I might go god do you not know fancy next weekend a curry do you fancy a curry she goes yeah maybe okay that's the starting point yeah then as the week goes on, just every night go, oh, do you know, you, you're still up for that curry. So now I start talking like yeah. she's agreed to it, right? You are still up for that curry? Still up for that curry? Just like a kid, can't wait for that curry tomorrow. And then the curry arrives. Uh, you eat the curry, and she goes, "Yeah, I don't really enjoy curry as much as you do." And then we we start the merry dance all over again because, yeah. like, I don't know why, but I the, have the boys done, yeah, dear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's very difficult to uh, to convince Lisa to have curry, like and, and actually, segway, it's so Catherine. it's so it's so difficult to convince her to have curry that when we're eating it, I feel like do you know when you're a kid and you like sort of may have behaved a bit spoiled and then you get the thing that you want, yeah, and then you actually feel a bit ashamed of yourself because of the way you behaved. That's how I feel when we're eating a curry. Sometimes I feel like you know,
0: yeah, really but then she's gotta enable your curriness, like so you can have a curry every now and again. Mm. You can't have sausage and jacket potatoes every night. No, that's that's the problem. She's making it every night, this woman. Every fucking mm. night. It is an amazing meal. Tell Lisa that, put that in the top five things when I come to your house for tea to put in the mix. To put in the mix? Yeah. Well, you know, like different, so she's got different ideas of what are my favourite yeah. foods. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, that
1: implies that you're going to be coming around five times. <laughs> which let's just, see, let's just see how the first one goes,
0: shall we? That would be lovely, sausage and jacket potatoes. Oh, lovely. Actually, as well, just to say, if you wanted, yeah, I could probably have sausage and jacket potatoes, and then eat a curry with you. If I
1: could. Oh, that's a good shout. Do you know what? I'd quite. Now that you have said that, I think having you you being round could be quite the little quite the little coup in terms of me eating a bit more food like
0: you know, a lot. You always or, have vegan sausages. Do the boys have vegan? Yeah. vegan vegetarians? Do they have the vegetarian? No, sausages?
1: the boys don't. Theo does. Theo's veggie. The other two aren't. But li- we have the Linda McCartney sausages. They're oh, right, they're fucking bang.
0: banging. Yeah. Oh, good. They're
1: they're they're bangers. <laughs> oh Jesus.
0: Um, that's where you step off the Idris Elba vibe. I know. You're I know. so cool up today. He'd never
1: he'd never say anything like that, would he? No. No, no.
0: He doesn't need to try and be funny. That's me and you have to try and be funny. He he doesn't need no, to no. be. Oh, imagine an yeah. amazing day out. Me, you, Francis the uh train guy, and Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Francis has been in touch actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. We are transporting. Yeah, you? we are transporting. Wait, just waiting until their diaries are clear. And we're doing it. I can't wait. I love that kid. I love that kid too. Do you know the other trouble is that Francis and Idris would get on and me and you would be like school. We'd just be oh, out and no. ostracised.
1: Do you know what would be so sad? We'd be trying to be friends with him. And then Francis, just by being himself yeah. and being oh, comfortable in his own skin, it Idris is Idris sort of turn around and go, you know what? I actually, I respect that. Because these two just keep telling me they like the same sort of stuff as I like. Whereas you, Francis, you're being yourself... And you know what? That's what life's all about. So you know what? I think you might be the guy I want to hang out with. How about we ditch these two chumps? God, if we did a podcast special,
0: together. I mean, you weren't even in it.
1: Oh. They became the new wolf and owl. Oh no! And they're better. Even when you think about them, yeah. Idris is a better wolf. Francis is a better owl.
0: By the way, I will say that I respect the fact that you like that like you gave me Idris as a, like Idris would be the wolf and you'd be the owl. Like Francis, I do respect that. Why do you respect that? Well, it's just a cool thing that you told me. I feel good about that now.
1: What, because Francis isn't cool?
0: No, Francis is really cool. I'm just saying, I thought so you were So why are you so happy? Well, we, spent the last, you so- we spent the last 25 minutes saying that you're like Idris. Well, let,
1: let, let me just re- rewind. I spent about a minute talking about how cool he was, and then you started monologuing <laughs> and practically fucking jizzing all over the fucking podcast about what you thought of him. I kept trying to move it on. And he, you know the other thing feelings so cool about
0: him. Do you know what? I've, there's been quite a few times I've tried to dress. I, I, Idris is that you know, like you have people you look at and then you try and like copy yeah, stuff. That,
1: it's, uh, it's Idris Elba and Rio
0: Ferdinand, right? Yeah, yeah. And Jason Statham a bit. Statham was. And, and also, let's
1: let's let let us not forget one of your style icons, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin
0: Hart's sick man with some of the stuff he wears. Yeah, I know. We did, uh, we we hung out the other day and my love for Adidas got brought into the crossfires from someone. Oh,
1: yeah. We went and did a corporate, a Wolf and Al Corporate. We never thought that would happen.
0: No. We did a Wolf
1: and Al and corporate, I got, corporate. I got brought into And the- Tom was, well, let's just give this a bit of context. You're wearing an Adidas track suit, which I loved. Yeah. You had, a, you had Adidas trainers on, yeah. which obviously, if you've got an Adidas track suit, that makes perfect sense. Adidas socks on.
0: Yeah. Were you wearing an Adidas hat? Yeah, an Adidas cap. Yeah.
1: So you can you can understand why somebody might have thought you've turned up like a fucking athlete.
0: Yeah, but about you to know do what? Some training. I'm, I'm fiercely loyal. I love Adidas and what they stand for, as I've said before on this podcast. Sure. Yeah, and and you know, I, I what, what what do we reckon?
1: Thirty five pounds worth of free gear that buys your loyalty for life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, shout yeah. out to about Adidas. I want to shout out a friend of mine who works for Adidas, Dan. We did a, a marathon, Manchester marathon this week. Smashed it, my mm. guy. Fan of the podcast, absolutely gentleman. Yeah. So shout out. Keep well doing done, you, Dan. my brother. Keep doing you. Well done for doing something I will never, ever, ever. Do you think you, you ever do? Do you think
1: you've got a marathon, one marathon in you? No, no. Whenever, whenever I see the the posts from people and they go, it's always a story like. I fell, over mid, I fell over on mile 10 and hurt my wrist, but I carried on. Or my calf popped on mile 12, and it was absolute agony, but the cheers of the crowd kept me going. My story would be, it started to get sore on mile 2.
0: I'm sorry to everyone that sponsored me, but I decided that was enough. <laughs> what would you rather, like, fight in a charity boxing match or run the marathon? Oh, that's a great question. You've got to do one. Like, calm come to you. Shout out, calm doing some amazing stuff, right? Calm, come to you, yeah, right. And they're like, "Ron, we need you to do one of these two things. You, you've either got a fight. Who would be someone that you'd fight? Who'd be a good fight? Um, Jamie Theakston, yeah. right? In a in a like boxing celebrity boxing match, right? I don't even know what would happen if I got the shit
1: kicked out of me by <laughs> Jamie Thixston
0: has got some I
1: don't know well, I don't know what the fallout would be. On this podcast alone, I don't know what the fallout would be.
0: Right, so you've either got Thiekers, you versus Thiekers. Yeah. Right. Or you've got to run a marathon. I'd do the marathon. Would you really? Yeah. I just don't like the idea of being hit. So that I mean, Do actually... you do the boxing? Yeah, all day long. Yeah. I i yeah. Me me versus Thiekson, I'd fancy my chances.
1: Yeah. Sure. But I just think there is a possibility that Thiekston will get you with a lucky one.
0: And then forever You're known as the guy that got sparked out by Jamie Theakston. You want that? I'd have to just... I'd take my risk. Mate, I respect people who do marathons. I respect boxers as well, but the marathon man is a... Like, I'd sooner get sparked out by Theakston and, like, after seven minutes and put a good account of myself. A marathon is... I think marathon runners are the, like... I have all the biggest respect for those guys, man. The biggest respect out of anyone you respect. Well, not the biggest. I've got a lot of respect in my heart. Obviously, but yeah. your heart, right? Let me just break it down for you so you understand, right? Your heart is broken up into many different form, formulas, right? In many different compartments, okay? Right? So there's love, right? There's adulation, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? One of the parts. Are these are the sections. So, So is it
1: split up in sections like the tongue, is it?
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But imagine, um, mm. remember like Penny Pockets type vibes, right? Yeah. Right? So you've got all those, they're like little little doors that you've got in your heart, right? Mm. And one of them's marked respect. And when you have you open a respect one, there's loads of other little doors.
1: Who are they? What, so does it actually say it on there? Does it?
0: No, no, no. But when heart experts know the different parts of your heart, so they don't. Okay. They'll probably have like a graph and they'll go, okay, what have we got here? Oh, that's a respect bit. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. So go on. So you're. There's only so much respect you can have for people. So you have loads of different bits of respect. So you have bigger drawers for more respect and stuff. So like, and then you respect someone like yourself, but for one thing, you respect someone else for like respect. I don't know, like someone amazing for saying else, and then like you know. So it's it's all comparative, you know. And mm. yeah, and some of the biggest respects I do have, like out of my respect vaults, is for marathon runners.
1: Yeah, I, I just. I don't know why you wouldn't have put all that bullshit in the brain, everything you just described there, because that would make sense. You've got a little part for respect for intercept. All of that would make sense in the brain, in the mind, but you had to yeah, put it this in the is heart. you're analytical.
0: Some you think with your brain, I think with my heart. That's what makes it such a good thing. No, friend. but what, what I'm saying friend. is, the, at least. What? Well, that's what what makes are you so, looking around for? I was looking for a pillow because I've been sitting on a table for ages. Why don't you go get yourself a pillow? Because you're about
1: to do emails. Oh my God. Why did I have to say <laughs> that? You shuffling backwards. My, <laughs> fucking... I've only in mind the pants as well. Yeah, me too. I've got a, I've got a blanket up around me like a nan. Have you? Well, give me a second.
0: Yeah. Let me just
1: go and get a pillow to sit on. It's really hurt my butt. Oh my god! Just um, you know, like a little thing is, you know, how you're supposed to put the towels on the floor and stuff if you want them to launder them. I would just ask them for a post-it so you can write like, "burn this" on that. <laughs>
0: It's a fucking two years time, someone laying on this pillow again. It still smells. I smell. I smell the musk of a wolf. Is this? <laughs> can you just can you just smell this? Does this smell like wolf gooch to you? <laughs> wolf gooch. <laughs> oh, I love you, you rascal. Right, should we need
1: some emails, my Jim? Yeah, 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 go, on, boy. Go on, All right, boy. fine. So first up, this is from Alex. Yo, uh, Alex, so my you're my fir- G we've spoken to alex before apparently a few months ago you gave me advice regarding the resting bitch face issue well i didn't have the response i wanted i definitely listened and heard the advice i needed and i can see it has worked wonders and no longer being on the defensive has eased off so i'm coming back to you again for suggestions my wife has been a vegetarian for all her life i've been with her for eight years ish decided to do the right thing i've successfully had no meat in three months and plan to go on strong i don't miss it which is surprising but i do find uh the fake meat better it now appears i'm lactose intolerant out of nowhere so while i can take tablets to ease the cheese i thought fuck it i might as well go vegan it's the midweek meals i need help with i'm getting bored of chips beans and richmond vegan sausages they are good those so rom tom what would you cook in a time and tired state uh tom you've said you're 80 percent veggie vegan i'm keen to know what sort of changes or meals you would happily eat over and over again Cheers, my guys, as always, for improving my mental health. Alex.
0: Yo, Alex, you're a G, thank you. And I'm glad that uh, your the original email has been helped. I want to shout out uh, if someone that does good vegan vegetarian meals, uh, the Mindful Chef. Have you ever used that, Rob?
1: That does sound familiar. Maybe. Yeah, I can't do so that. You can ping in the mic. Maybe
0: you've talked about it. No, I haven't. I've never talked about it on here. Um, right. Mindful Chef is, yeah, they do some amazing meals that you can just ping in the microwave if you're tired i've been using them a lot some nice vegan vegetarian vibes um but you know what one of the old classics mate vegetarian vegan wise i love you can't beat a good ratatouille lovely nice vegetable casserole quite easy to do ping it in little vegetable stock little menage of different veg um put it in a big pot whoop it in the oven yeah, you know, go about your business an hour later. You've got a dinner fit for a king, a vegetarian king. If you
1: want, if you want to, if you want to add a bit of uh, a bit of, of treatiness to that uh, vegetable casserole, here's a little tip for you just just late on, throw in a little bit of veggie sausage. Oh, there you go, with That well,
0: it. Yeah. Also, if Roma should be so kind, one of the best vegetarian th- things I've ever eaten, vegan things, is his mother's um, Brindle Barge aubergine curry. Yeah.
1: yeah, she she uh. That takes a little bit of time, but uh but it's delicious. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Do you know that how many meals do you reckon you cycle for? Apparently the average British family like goes through like four 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 or five meals that they just rotate for the for the whole of their lives. Yeah, I mean me, me and
0: Catherine we we're both pretty sort of we've both like been in the kitchen, but what we tend to do is go through vibes where I'd like say another good thing is uh, like vegan vegetarian chili with a bit of corn mints. I think it's mm. better than beef uh, if you get a good veggie uh, mince. I think corn's yeah. a really good one. Wallop that in. Nice spicy stir-fry. Yeah. A
1: little bit of... little bit some corn, some corn bits in there or a bit of tofu,
0: whatever you fancy. That's nice. For vegetarian eaters, there's nothing that... You get your spice rack right rocking. Really go in, yeah. fucking saving the spices. Get, Just, thank you, Tom.
1: Great shout.
0: Great shout. Yeah, you know, it's... More than just a salt thing. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. enjoy it. I can live for the moment. Get yourself a little turmeric, cayenne pepper. Just really just, I'll tell you what, just stand there at the spice rack and let the spice rack like in, in the supermarket and let the spices speak to you. Just be fucking yeah. radical and crazy and just go for it. Go, fuck, yeah. I'm going to get some tarragon. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. And then just chuck it in like salt bay. Just, you know. I uh, actually don't. I've got a problem with salt bay.
1: Uh, me too. I think he's, I I think think he's an absolute he's, helmet. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, I don't get it. I do
1: too, and I think everyone that eats in his restaurant is a helmet as well. It's bad, isn't it? I, I, I shouldn't feel like this, but I do.
0: I find him one of the most irritating people on planet Earth. I've got to say, I find him more irritating than you do. I've got to say, I don't know. I'd fight you for that. I'd I genuinely, I look I'd, at those I'd moments. Mar- I'd
1: run a marathon against you for that. I'd fight him in a boxing ring. I'd run against him in the Virgin London Marathon. Would you? No, I'm not offering. It'd absolutely destroy me. But I do, I do find. Why do you find it so annoying?
0: Why don't we give this a bit of? I, I just find A bit of meat on these bones. I just find that number one, he's not. I, I don't get it at all. I think yeah, you know, he's mm. an average barbecue chef, right? Who's come up with Ooh, a different oh, way of oh, putting oh. Like a bit of salt on a fucking, you know, yeah. Uh, it's a fad. It's a like. It's a thing that people have jumped on, and it's just become like every, everyone's like, oh, this, this about it. I, I, and I don't know. I. This is a really bad thing to say, and I might. I might be completely found wrong on this, and this might be a sweeping statement. I just don't like his vibe. Oh. I just, like... Oh. I find the whole thing a little bit... Uh, now, this is where I'm trying to find a word. I th- I think he ostracizes a lot of different people because, you know, the high... The high point of, like, you know, what he does is sort of surrounds himself. Everything's expensive. Everyone around him is, like, this celebrity vibe. It's this sort of thing. So I think straight away... It's an elitist fucking form of him being like, yeah. yeah. but
1: that's what, But yes, I, I agree with what you're saying, and that is why it's slightly annoying. I, if I was sort of playing devil's advocate on this, that is what you're paying for with Salt Bear, is Yeah, but what? Well, all those people that go to the restaurant, they want, they, they want to enjoy, it's so, to be honest with you, mate, it's kind of, the, it's a similar experience consumer-wise to buying designer clothes. Well, what you're trying to do is you're trying to buy something less accessible, and part of that experience... Is the fact that you're paying to go somewhere that that a lot of people can't. That's what that's about. Yeah, but you know I mean?
0: also, I mean, with I don't know. I just find it's like there's different there's a few places I've been where people talk about food and go like, oh this is yeah, this and actually you go, This isn't anywhere near as good as somewhere like what's what's the Sri Lankan restaurant in Soho? You're talking about Hoppers? Yeah, Hoppers, right? Yeah. I went to Hoppers with friends, right? No one had I'd never really heard about it. I think it's Got bigger now. It's become more right. Yeah, I will go as far as say, like I had a vegetarian right meal there. Right, it blew my fucking mind. Like genuinely blew my mind to the point where I probably talked about it for about a month afterwards and how incredible it was. Right. So I look at sorbet and but I look at like the skill it takes to make three or four different vegetarian curries. Like the the breads in there are insane. The potato bread thing that Mm. they do. It's right. The skill it takes. Right. Don't get me wrong, there's a world where like barbecue and meat, there's a skill to it, but I don't think that I don't I don't think it's anywhere near as skillful as what they do. I just think the whole thing is you know, I've been to fucking great like Turkish restaurants, Lebanese restaurants where the grilled meat's incredible. They haven't got some wanker who comes in and fucking puts your salt on for you. Do you know what I mean? I just find the whole thing it's But well, that's
1: what you're but that's that's part of the thing. You're doing it so you can put that on the gram. Yeah, but that, that, that's, that's like what I mean, the-
0: But But that, that's where it becomes elitist, of just going, oh, we've got this... You know. And also, if I'm honest with you, I want to put my own fucking salt on. And I, that thing annoys me now. That annoys me.
1: I t- uh, look, I t- should I tell- can I tell you what annoys me more than the salt, about salt, bro? No. It's the squeezing the burgers. Yeah. Like, he comes up and he squeezes the burgers to sort of show the juice in the burger patty, and it just looks rank. It's, it looks... I don't like it. No. I don't like it. And also, you know, let's be honest, he's not, you know, there's probably going to be no veggie options, I don't think. No no, 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 But my main issue, I think, my, listen, we have the same issue with it. I just think that the, the the thing that we have an issue with is the reason that people like the restaurant. So you just have to accept that.
0: Yeah, but also, let me just tell you, it's like Von Dutch. In what way? Everyone, like, there was a time when everyone, Von Dutch, everyone had Von Dutch caps. Von Dutch went mad. Yeah. Everyone, you know. Everyone just literally ate the sh- like smashed the shit out of Von Dutch, right? And then all of a sudden, yeah, it was like nothing. It was like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, it's become what, uncool. What, what, what
1: would you think if if I if I came to meet up with you?
0: Yeah, and I had a Von Dutch hat on. Now I think would it was epically take, would, cool. Would you think?
1: Would you think? Oh shit! This is kind of yeah. This is quite a this is quite a cool yeah. anti move that he's making. Would you think? Oh no! This
0: poor bastard doesn't no, no, know how to buy a new hat? Section A. I saw my yeah. I saw my friend Maya Jammer smashing a fucking Von Dutch cap the other day. I thought, epically cool, you're bringing yeah. it back. You don't care, mm-hmm. you're still repping. Them. Like, you know what? If that happens to Salt bait and no one went to his restaurant because everyone had, like, fucking sucked the cool out of it, right? I'd probably go in and he'd be yeah, all fucking... I'd love that. His beard had grown. He wouldn't, wasn't even wearing his hair in a ponytail anymore. Yeah. Like, his hands You sort gro- of don't
1: want him to do the salt because his elbow looks so filthy. Yeah,
0: and I'd just go in and he'd go, a customer. And I'd go, hello, mate. And he'd go, what can I get you? I was like, get us one of your burgers, mate. Don't squeeze it. Just, I want to save you the meat. And he'd go, why did you come? And I'd go, because you need me now more than you did then. Yeah. When you were at your peak, I slagged you off on a podcast
1: and hoped for your downfall. And now I've come to rescue you so that you can give me some credit, despite the fact I've wished ill on you since the moment you started. Is that what you do? You fucking hypocrite.
0: Not since the moment he started, because there's a time. And b-
1: turn up like a fucking, like you're the messiah. He... I'd lo- I, I'd love to see that. Just Instagram of you on your own in Salt Bay's restaurant. <laughs> Couldn't even convince anyone to come with you.
0: <laughs> I do some of my best eating um, on my own. Me too. So, Alex, let's I hope, go to our next. I hope that answers your Yeah, question. Alex, I hope that helps. Good luck. And that also, luck. maybe me and Ron, maybe in like a couple of years, we'll do like a sort of cookbook together. Yeah, I
1: can't imagine what recipes that would consist of. But yeah, sure. Okay, this is from Anonymous. Uh, hi, Wolf, Owl and Swan. I've been listening to the podcast since it started. Absolutely love it. Just wondering if we could get some advice as my boyfriend and I are feeling very stressed at home. So I live with my boyfriend and his best mate. I set my, best bo- I set my boyfriend's best mate up about eight months ago. Since this time, his girlfriend has been staying at our house six to seven days a week. I've been more than welcoming and excited to have another gal in the house, looking for the whole house, helping her out whenever she needs it, helping her write CVs and apply for jobs. But it's got to the point that I had to ask for money towards bills in the house, which I made sure I did in a calm and friendly way. Her reaction is to send £35 a month and contribute nothing else to the house. I also asked whether it would be okay if we had a few days without anybody coming around as I am feeling overwhelmed with the constant traffic of my housemates, friends and girlfriend again in a a friendly and non-confrontational way. This led to the girlfriend saying she doesn't want to come round because she thinks I don't like her. She hasn't messaged and doesn't want to confront me. It's left me feeling anxious. Uh, I don't know what to do. I fear it's going to come between my boyfriend and his best friend's long-term friendship. It's going to make it impossible to celebrate birthdays and events without feeling awkward. What the fuck do I do? Thank you and sorry this is so long-winded. This is this is such a common Yo, can you just do
0: me topic. one favour? On that, did, did she say she messaged the woman about not having friends coming round? Or did she speak to her about it? Uh, it
1: got to the point. Uh, I asked whether it'd be okay if we had a few days without anybody coming around as I was feeling overwhelmed by the constant traffic of my housemates, friends, and girlfriend. Again, in a friendly and non-confrontational way. But she's not said if this is face-to-face
0: or... Well, no, I'm assuming it's face-to-face, obviously. by the way she says that. Yeah. That would be my guess. Um, just looking at the way she said it. Personally, I think you've you've handled this in a very adult and mature way. And I think you... you like that so, so my thing was like having these conversations face-to-face is a better rather than carrying any sort of angst. Or I think text messages and emails, when it comes to anything like this, are the worst fucking thing in the world because I think they just... That is one bit of fucking modern fucking technology that's an absolute dog shit thing. So I think if you've got a problem with someone, the only way of dealing with that is a face-to-face sit-down conversation, which you've done in a adult way. But the trouble is, I think, in this situation, what you're dealing with is sort of dealing with someone clearly who's a little bit more juvenile than you are and someone who's like not able to, you know, to, to respect boundaries. I think, like, you know, I think the, the first point is that this is your your flat, your living, uh, your accommodation, and I think that if someone can't respect that, then they, that the, the problem sort of lies with her. So what the trouble is, I think, that we you have in society and you have in these sort of situations is you're dealing with a very, sort of adult manner but then you've got to almost sort of dumb down to deal with someone in a more juvenile sort of way and you've got to work out and navigate the best way to sort of speak to them that they're going to understand so I think it's, it's seeing as she's up for going I think number one speaking to her uh, sort of over half and seeing how he feels about it and saying look, you know I wasn't being confrontational I think you know um, it's worth mentioning that to him and then I think you know getting in touch with her and saying look you know I wasn't being aggressive I wasn't being disrespectful this is where I'm coming at I'm under a lot of stress, uh, you know, work-wise, you know, life-wise. Um, and sometimes I just want a little bit of me space. I want a bit of space. It's I, I've lived in a situation where I lived with a couple and it was fucking, you know, sure on the other foot, foot sort of vibe. It was very... It's a difficult thing to live with two people who are together. At times it's sort of, you know, so looking at your flatmate situation, it can, that can be quite hard. And I think if he's now with this it's not a girl, it's sort of, you know, and he cares about her. I think it's, I suppose it's a sort of an argument that maybe they should probably look at, if they're getting that serious, if they should look at getting their own place and having their own space together. But it's then keeping that friendship going and making sure that you sort of, yeah, you hold on to that. So, I mean, yes, yeah, it is a difficult, difficult one. I think just a sat-down sat, sat down conversation, but working out the best way of of, of dealing with, with 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 this person, which I think is probably making them making sure you make them feel sort of good about themselves and making sure that they, yeah you know, they realize that they're not 100% the problem they're just a the sort of element so how are you feeling really great once again tom beautiful beautiful advice eloquently put
1: thank you 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 you're a credit to podcasting i just <laughs> say that i know that sounds sarcastic but i mean it um i i think with these situations anonymous it's very very difficult but i think a lot of these problems can be solved when it comes to arguments like this by putting yourself completely and utterly in the other person's position and trying to understand why they might be feeling how they're feeling, right? So looking at what you've talked about here, this, this girl has started seeing this guy, and she obviously likes him because she's coming around six or seven days a week. She's excited about a new relationship. Uh, obviously, that's eight months ago, so it started to get more and more serious. From her point of view, I'm just reading this from her point of view. You asked for money towards bills in the house, okay? And you did it in a calm and friendly way. I don't know if you specified an amount. Because what you've said then is that she sent £35 a month and she contributes nothing else to the house. Did you ask for more money than that? And she said, all I want to send is £35 a month. Or did she make up that figure and you said it was all right? Like, you know, I'm just trying to establish this because... From her point of view, you've asked for money to contribute towards bills in the house because she's visiting so much. She's responded to that by sending £35 a month. And then you've asked if she could come around a bit less. I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a, a bad thing from your point of view. I'm just trying to, put, I'm trying to encourage you to put yourself in her, her shoes so that you can try and have a conversation with her that leads to a resolution to this. And so, like often, what you need to do is, I find this with like whenever I've having disagreements with anyone. Whenever I'm having, whenever on the rare occasion having a a, a disagreement with the Swan, I always put myself completely utterly in her point of view. And ninety nine percent of the time, I realise that I've been in the wrong. Um, Where like I just, and I'm not saying you were in the wrong here at all. All I'm saying is, it will help you when you have a chat with her. You need to have a clear the air conversation. You need to have a, a chat with her about to sort this all out. Because the the truth of it is, is that if you let this stay as it is now, it is going to create a problem. So you've got to deal with this. And dealing with that means having a conversation with this girl and sorting this out and coming to a compromise that you're all happy with. Because currently, I don't think you are all happy with this compromise. Because at the moment, she's not coming around, which is kind of what you wanted to a degree. But now you're feeling really upset about it. So what you want is to arrive at a sort of an equilibrium where she's coming around the amount you wanted to come around, you feel like she's contributing the, way she, the, the amount she wants to, and also your housemate and his girlfriend are also happy with the situation as well. That's what you need to arrive at. The only way you arrive at that is by having an open conversation where you detach yourself from any of the things that are talked about. You sort of depersonalise it, and you go, what do you want from the situation? This is what, what I want from the situation. How do we arrive at a compromise here? And it's as easy or as difficult as that. You know, you've got to try and, like Tom said, it's it's very easy to be personally invested in this. You have to try and extract that
0: so you can have the conversation
1: freely. That would be my advice.
0: And let um, me just say, wow, wow. If we were playing poker, I've just gone, I had, a, I had an amazing hand. Your hand was even more creamy and delicious. Okay, we're not, we're not, it's not a competition. No, I'm just saying, it was lovely you know, advice. There. We're
1: doing this, you and I are doing this together. Yeah, no, I'm
0: just saying, you know, it was lovely advice. So it was like, there, there's so much for her to devour here. Yeah. Do you mean I went on a bit? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I genuinely think that was brilliant advice. I actually listened to that advice you just gave and thought, wow, I'm going to use that in situations I'm in. Mm, mm. So. Well, thank you so much. Anonymous, I hope that helps. Good luck. Keep it real, keep it flavorsome.
1: Keep it so flavorsome. Tom, yo. it's about that time, Aj. Okay. It's about that time. Yo, oh. could you do us the honour? of it? Oh, you sort of, you sort of sound a little bit like Jay Z about to spit some bars. Oh,
0: here.
1: yo, ha. yeah.
0: Uh, Another yeah. one. Here we go. Go on. And the world turns, and the days that were once so sunny, and you bathed in the rays of the sun, turn a little bit colder. And the skies become greyer and the clouds pull in, put on the handbrake and sit there. The days become shorter. Your psyche can then be transformed into a way where negativity is attached to the grey, into the dark, and the little chinks of sunlight, which were the positivity, dwindle. But that's not the key. The key is to remember the weather is just something out in the ether. It's just something there that can limit you, but it can also excel you. Own the dark. Own own the grey. If it's raining, don't think about, oh, shit, it's raining. Think, yes, it's raining. You know the best thing to do when it's raining? Number one, the, water, the, the earth is getting the water it needs to make it nourished and fine. But also, I'm going to stick on a film. I'm going to kick back. Get the heating on all nice, put a duvet on with yourself and a loved one or a family. Get the dog licking up on your feet and enjoy those moments. When it's cold and it's breezy and autumnal, get out, take a walk. Look at your breath in the air and remember, wow, it's incredible, I can breathe. Smell the bonfires. Get ready for Christmas. It's easy to get down this time of year. I got you. I realise that. It's also a time to enjoy for me, the most fabulous time of year. Where there ain't nothing but a ting, your mind is stronger than the earth and what surrounds it. You got this. Wow. That was yeah. so lovely and motivational. I, I really enjoyed it. You know it. what? I really just... Um, you know what? I felt Jay-Z inside me for a the moment then. Did you?
1: Yeah. No, it felt. It sounded like one of
0: his... Yeah.
1: sounded like something
0: off the Black album, actually. You know, the greatest um, thing I've ever seen, one of them anyway, is at Glastonbury when Jay-Z played Glastonbury. Really? Man. There are a lot of people that
1: wasn't weren't really that keen on him playing really. Then right?
0: fuck them, they're idiots and oaths. Uh,
1: what I was going to say to you, oh, so we've had a few emails asking, so basically saying that they really love your closes to the yeah. to the podcast, yeah, and asking if I switch my microphone off because they can't hear me, and whenever they're listening to you do your thing, they're laughing. I mean, not, obviously they're taking in the advice and the yeah, the, metaphor, yeah, like the also cherishing laughing the, and the
0: knowledge. Yeah,
1: but just just to give you an idea. I spend most of my i think Tom can verify this I spend most of the time when Tom does his endings with my face in my hands trying not to laugh at what he's saying i mean it's uh it's a beautiful thing one of the things when i when I'm on my deathbed and my time on this I'm shuffling off this mortal coil one of the things i look at look back at most fondly is me sitting on the scene watching you doing those
0: uh, you know the, what I poses. think at the moment is that I'm doing those who I think of what? it's me and you are like Rose yeah. and Jack from the Titanic when their eyes meet across the ballroom What? and you're kicking me off a no, no, that's clean, that's the end. big enough that'll for be, both of us that'll be the moment you, you pass away i oh, oh, Rose, Rose on the, or one of us does and one of us is Jack and one of us is Rose but for the most mm. part don't bother throwing that in at the end I can
1: see what you think this dynamic <laughs> is you go on to live a merry old life and throw a massive jewel into the water and I freeze to death very early
0: on well right? listen I'm not going to get into that now I'm just going to end this with the words of the king uh, and the wind blows, and a poor, no, how does it go? And a poor little boy with a runny nose plays in the <laughs> street as a cold wind what blows in the ghetto. i have just that in my head now. The guy. I'm going to listen All to right. that great tune. Great man, Elvis Presley.
1: Yeah. JT, can you drop in in the ghetto for us, as we say, from the wolf and the owl? Thank you for joining us once again. Take care, and let's just we one last thing.
0: I'm holding out my hand right now, for a handshake. Why
1: do, why do these endings always take? <laughs> I'm of hand, holding out
0: my hand in the ha- for a handshake. Don't worry about where you are, okay? I want you to feel enlightened. Hold out your hand, like you're grasping mine. Just shake it gently and smile and go. Thanks for the memories. You got this.
1: It's just, it's just none of it makes any sense. Why, why are we taking? So- we all, we've got to figure out how to end these podcasts.
0: Well, we'll end it with that. JT, just ended up, yeah. well, end it. Yeah, what I do with this an bit? No but, before, no,
1: but before we do, go. Let me just say, from me to you, brother and to mother, brother, brother. brother to brother, brother to sister, brother to father, brother to son. From me, life is a roller coaster. You know what you got to do. You just got to ride it. Gorgeous. Just, okay. just like we just keep, we can just keep doing. JT, go progress, out in the huh? handshake bit. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs>